Hello, Rasa. How are you? I am beautiful. Did you doubt that for a moment? Just look at me. Wow. Are you ready to know everything? I am ready to know everything. Okay, let's do it. Today, I want to talk to you about one of the key things to doing almost anything. Practice. Practice. Hmm. Take hoverboarding. Hoverboarding. I call that hover falling because whenever I try to get on your hoverboard, crash. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, a hoverboard is a little bit like a skateboard, except it's electronic. You turn it on. If you lean forward, it goes forward. The faster you lean, the faster it goes. And if you lean backwards, it goes backwards. And if you put your weight to one side, it spins to the side that you're leaning. It's actually pretty easy, but at first it seems very hard. I tried to tiptoe onto it, and it still jumped away from me like a coiled snake. <clears throat> like so many other things, the trick is practice. At first, I was horrible at hoverboarding. I had to be holding on to something at all times, and it seemed like a bucking bronco. But I tried it again. And again, and again, and again. I spent a long time on it, and I did the same thing the next day and the next. And now I'm really good at hoverboarding. It can go whatever way I want, and I can just zip forward and back, and it's super easy. So if I stuck with it, if I risked the head injury, it would be worth it. I'd learn how to do it. I could zip too. Yeah, and you can also wear helmets. That helps. Good idea. What are other experiences you've had where it seemed impossible and then practice made perfect? Well, that happens with almost everything that you're good at. At one point, you were horrible at it. But let's take a thing that I love to do and I do all the time: reading. I think reading is one of the best things in the entire world. I read anything that I can get my hands on, and I enjoy it too. But I didn't always feel that way. When I was just learning to read, I hated reading. It was boring. I'd rather watch a show. I'd rather do a headstand. I'd rather play outside. I'd rather do anything else. I remember when you first started. We were so proud. You were starting to sound out letters, and we said, "You're reading," and you said, "No, this isn't reading. It's working." Yeah, felt like work. And back then, when I wasn't very good at it. I couldn't enjoy the story in the words. I remember that with times tables too. It's one of those things you have to memorize in order to be able to do higher math, but it's a pretty hard process to begin with. Yeah, and I love multiplication tables. I love math, and I love reading too. But like almost everything, I didn't love it at first. So if it's painful, it doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. It just means you're part of the practice curve. Yeah. If you have to choose between reading. Hoverboarding and multiplication tables. What order do you put them in? What should we master first? Well, you can learn more than one thing at the same time. And the great thing about practicing is, once you're tired or want to take a break, you can hop off your hoverboard and grab a book, put a bookmark in your book, and do your math, or stop doing your math and hoverboard away. Ready for today's poem? Yeah. It's called Soap Bubbles. 
by Nicole Dunn. Tea sipping by candlelight. At 6 a.m., the world's still enough for me to hear the last of the dish soap bubbles popping as they ease down the drain of the kitchen sink. Mm. May I read it? Of course. Soap Bubbles by Nicole Dunn. Tea Sipping by Candlelight at 6 a.m. The world still enough for me to hear the last of the dish soap bubbles popping as they ease down the drain of the kitchen sink. Hmm. Why'd you pick that poem? I think it's a fun topic. Hearing the dish soap bubbles pop. I love the attention to little sounds and little tastes, too. She's not drinking. She's not guzzling. She's sipping. Yeah. This little sip of tea. And the light itself is not glaring. It's candlelight. Yeah. A little sip of tea, the flicker of a candle, and then enough stillness. Enough silence for you to be able to hear an individual soap bubble popping in the sink. What is your favorite small sound? I like the sound of slime when it goes. When you poke it or punch it. That's a great sound. I like it when it's quiet enough that you're reading across the room. And I can hear a page turn. <laughs> I really like when one of our kittens starts purring. I really like the sound of rain on the roof. Those are some of my favorites. Yeah, those are good sounds too. I think it's a nice ambition to have one moment in the day where you can find enough stillness and quiet to hear something small outside you. Yeah, never forget that the little sounds are small but mighty. Last segment of the show. Do you have a vexing question for me? I do. What is breathing? Why do we breathe? It seems like the same thing is coming in, air, and out, air, So why do we have to do it? I know if I hold my breath after about 20 seconds, it feels like I'm suffocating. So I know I need to breathe, but I don't know why. What does breathing do? Wow, that is such a mind-boggling, vexing question. I have some theories, but I'll look it up and find out the true answer and get back to you. I'll hold my breath till you do. Hmm. Answer to your vexing question. Please tell me. When you digest food, move, or even just think, you need oxygen. And when this happens, your body makes carbon dioxide. It's an extra gas. So oxygen is what I take in when I breathe, and carbon dioxide is what I breathe out? Yeah, that's the longest job. To get rid of the carbon dioxide, you breathe it out. And trees are so wonderful. 
because they make oxygen. That's why we have oxygen all around us. So it feels like the same thing is coming in and out. It feels like air is coming in. It feels like air is coming out. But you're saying no. it's really carbon oxygen coming in and carbon dioxide coming out. And trees, they need carbon dioxide. So we get oxygen from them, which we need to live. And they get carbon dioxide from us, which they need to live. You talked about eating at the beginning of your answer, and it makes me think that oxygen is the food for our blood and probably other teeny tiny parts of our bodies. Yum. I'm going to go eat me some breath. <gasps> you must know everything. We're produced by me, Rossa Smith, and him, Jeremy Smith. And the amazing music was by Furniture. Learn more and submit your own vexing questions at our website, youmustknoweverything.com. Subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or however you like to listen. Please rate, review, and share the show. And please tune in next time for everything you need to know.